Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 258. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road Andy. Yeah, I was trying to open this water bottle. I don't know if you heard that. I thought I heard some sort of background noise. What? But struggle is much louder than I thought. So it's like it's a little, you know, twist top. So uh, I'll put it right on the mic here. There you go. It's like yeah. you're killing so, a rodent or something. So if you hear that in the background at any point, I'm just taking a sip of water. So that's what you want us to believe. Um, yeah. Either way, thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and listen to our entertainment podcast right after this. All right, Andy, if you're done strangling a small uh, rat, uh, you want to talk about some NBA trades? I do. I want to. I want to make a correction from last week. Oh boy! Uh, so last week it was uh, the last day before the trade de- de- deadline, and uh, we had said that Ben Simmons still hasn't been traded. He's demanded a trade for the last six months. And it still hasn't happened. And uh, there were some reports that it was going to happen. Some reports like, no, nah, they'll wait till uh, next offseason. But it did happen. So they traded uh, him to the team in Croatia, right? Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know how that works. <laughs> how do you match salaries? You know, get a how many euros that is? I don't know. Rubies. Uh, no, it was it was the big one. It was the big one they they were talking about. Uh, especially Brian Windhorst. He wins out because he was the guy going like, "Hey, this is going to happen. This is going to happen." And it was Woj who was like, no, nah, let's see. I don't think it's going to happen. And Windhorse is right. He must. He was hiding in James Harden's closet this time. I don't. I don't know. Whoa. Um, but yeah, Ben Simmons is is going to Brooklyn along with Seth Curry, which was a a big like sticking point of the deal. That's a Brooklyn's like we need Curry back. We want. He is like non negotiable. We'd like something else, but he is non negotiable. Uh, and it ended up just being Simmons and Curry, basically, in some picks. Uh, for James Harden. So this satisfies all parties. James Harden, I guess, was uh, really pushing for this. He was unhappy in Brooklyn. Too many people had the ironic beard there, so he didn't like that at all. There's going to be, this is going to be like a big story for the next like year, I'm sure, because just little things that get leaked out. There's something today where it's like everyone on the Nets were tired of of Harden and he was just an asshole. Uh, Of course, Harden, demanded a trade last year from the Rockets and he wanted to go to the Sixers, but you know, he went to the Nets instead and it seemed like he was fine with it uh, and played well and played, played differently for the Nets. Uh, but now it's like this season he's like, I want to go back to my old ways. And Steve Nash is like, I don't, I don't do that. Uh, we play my way. We don't just give you the ball and let you sit for 20 seconds. Uh, who knows what's right, but it's like, it, it's clear that Harden wasn't happy in Brooklyn we know Simmons wasn't happy in Philly, and this, this all works out in the end. Uh, at least right now it does. Harden uh, is not <laughs> a team player, so what do you expect when he gets on a team? He's not going to do well. Yeah, but it, it seems to it lasts for a year. He was a good teammate last season, and then all it got him was a hamstring injury in the playoffs. Uh, but maybe he'll be a good teammate for Joel Embiid because he has to kind of Maybe win some people over. Right now, Harden's stock is so low. Like that's a much better fit, though. Shaq, Kobe. Yeah, he could dominate the ball much more with a with a big there uh, than playing with Kevin Durant. But there's still a problem that Embiid's a super high usage player, and Embiid's on like an MVP run. He's, I assume, he wants to win the MVP because Embiid is that kind of guy. That not not in a bad way. Just kind of he likes to be <laughs> in the news and likes to be good. So 
that's that could be a challenge. He wants uh, to renew the, that Mountain Dew commercial, and yeah. they're not coming back for him unless he has uh, you know some new awards. He needs some hardware. Yeah, maybe the hardware will be uh, an NBA Finals trophy. Uh, but you know, Embiid will get to play without Harden for a little while because they announced he's still going to be missing some time. He's still not ready to go. Uh, he won't be in the All Star game, uh, even though. Uh, they did do the All-Star Game draft, which happened like hours after the trade deadline happened. So like Harden was traded and uh, LeBron kept trying to make Durant pick Harden and he wouldn't do it. And Harden ended up getting picked last in the entire field. So, oh, wow. Uh, that's what he deserves. I think. Literally, no one likes him. So what do you expect? <laughs> Doc Rivers has to like him now. They all have to pretend they really like him. Yeah. Uh, and Daryl Morey, the, he he got off the plane and Daryl Morey was waiting for him and then had a big hug. Uh, so they they have a great relationship. It's strange that a GM and a player have any sort of meaningful relationship. Did they kiss? Uh, I don't think so, but who would know? <laughs> that beard was in the way. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> I always laugh whenever I see that dumb face of his in that you know photo with like an orange background and it's just like chinchilla teeth and a beard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so weird it's, it's a strange look i mean there was like a time where it seemed to work i think maybe 2016 but like uh, it's 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 not great now i mean it, he, he didn't look great in like 2013 when he was with no, he was still with oklahoma city i was like if you look at his college picture you're like well he looked like fuck? he was 10 yeah it's like what is going on but i'm sure he doesn't great. look like that anymore so he could shave the beard yeah i don't know that, that's, that's, it doesn't matter because really what matters is this uh, play on the basketball court. Well, I got that trolley deal about. out of it too, or trolley. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was key. Uh, you need to get all the sponsors. No one else had that. Uh, no, they didn't ask Westbrook. But yeah, this is this is definitely the biggest trade of the season. I'm happy to see it because I want to I want to see Ben Simmons play. Forever, whatever you want to say about Ben Simmons and his mental health and his issues. Uh, I like watching him play, and I think him playing with Kevin Durant could be a lot of fun. Um, I, I think that's, that's a much happen. better fit because for how good this guy appears to be, according to people, this will be a spot where he doesn't have to shine all the time. He yeah, can just kind of sit in the background and hit a couple of open threes, and then, oh, I guess not that. But, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, it allows Ask him to guys. Not, yeah, he's not the lead actor in this movie. Yeah. And then the Curry thing is strange because I don't, this guy's had like an incredible run of like being a fringe player to being super important. Uh, he basically won the game for him yesterday. Like they were like, we need Seth Curry. And it's like, okay. Like, and it's, it was really important. So now they have another shooter to go uh, with them there. And it's like, you could see the peak of this team with Durant, Kyrie, Seth Curry, and Ben Simmons. It doesn't matter that Ben Simmons can't shoot because those other guys can shoot like crazy, but. Uh, will they actually get all these guys on the court? That's an interesting question. I don't know. I don't know if is New York going to repeal their vaccine mandates by so April? So that is still going Maybe. on? Maybe, yeah. So that's still an issue for Kyrie. Uh, and then Durant's hurt right now, and Simmons is not cleared to play. He, I think he, he's been practicing with the team, or he's at least met with the team and you know dribbled a basketball. Uh, but what condition is he in? No one really knows. He, he can't just play right away because that looks really bad. He's like, oh, mental issues are all gone. Yeah. He needs to he needs to go to like a therapist at least twice or something and get cleared. I, I don't know. Um, but Man, I, I want to see him. I want to see him as soon as possible. I'm sure the Nets want to see him out there because 
The Nets are also they're in the playing game right now. That it's going to be tough with not that much left in the season uh, to get a good seed. I don't I don't think they might be stuck in this playing tournament, which then does suck for whoever they have everyone back by the playoffs, and then that's your first round matchup. That yeah, kind of just like kinda don't sucks. even play it. Just like yeah, we'll, we'll see you guys next year. You like you're like the Chicago Bulls. You have this great season. You get the two seed. And then it's like first round Brooklyn Nets with Kyrie Irving, Ben Simmons, and Kevin Durant. You're like, what the fuck? What did we do wrong? Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, right now it's the Raptors and the Celtics are kind of benefiting from that. They're I, those teams are near not nearly as good as a completely healthy Nets team, but they're ahead of them in the standings. So, uh, but it should be a good Eastern Conference playoffs uh, now with all the all these teams here. Because I mean, look, Philly's Philly's the four seed. And they might be the best team right now. And Milwaukee Bucks are defending champions. Uh, they should still be there. And then are the Nets maybe actually the most talented team in that conference? I don't know. And you got the Heat and the Bulls have the two best records. Crazy. We're not even talking about them. So, yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what happens. I can't believe Phoenix uh, is holding on like that. <laughs> yeah, they're just they they're not making they're not making crazy moves. They're just a really good team. So I think that helps. To not like have to panic. Uh, they haven't had horrible injuries, although Aiton's been out for a long time. But they're they're winning without him. So uh, I, I think I think they're going to win it. I think it's like everyone else has too much turmoil, and they just kind of have been the same team as they were last year. I think that that really helps. I think it helped Milwaukee last year, and that they'd done this like three times before with the same team. Uh, but yeah, that's that's enough for a little while, and uh, we got a little more trades to go through. Um, Here's a big one. I don't know if you saw this one. Uh, Porzingis, he's he's out. He's out in Dallas. Whoa. Uh, obviously did not work out there with him and Luca. Uh, in the the first game after Porzingis was traded, uh, Luca put up fifty or maybe fifty five even uh, thirty in the first half. Uh, it was against the Clippers. He he hates the Clippers. It doesn't matter who's playing or if Kawhi's playing or not. He hates them so much. Why is that? Because uh, they the last. Last two years they played in the playoffs in the first round, so a lot, a lot, of, a lot of hate there. I guess uh, him and Terrence Mann were really going at each other, but uh, it looked like Luca was happy to get rid of Porzingis, and that's what this trade was. So they got back uh, one of my favorite names, Davis Bertans, who um, used to be a really great three point shooter, but has been really bad the past couple of years with Washington, uh, and then also Spencer Dinwiddie was part of the trade, so. Uh, a scoring point guard. I don't think he really fits at all playing with Luca, but the logic seems to be get rid of the the big money into two smaller monies, and then you can make a move this off season and try to do something. And and Porzingis is like addition by sub- subtraction. Um, now I haven't seen if he's actually even played for Washington. I I don't know what his future career is. He's still he's still young, but he seems doesn't he seem like he's like forty two. Like he's already in the Sabonis era. I mean, yeah. I I don't know. He's just a weird foreigner, you know. So they're just like, ah, I don't know how old he is. He's probably smoked cigarettes since he's like eleven. Yeah, the age issue. Like a... <laughs> uh, I can't see that he's played yet. Yeah, it doesn't look like it. But like, yeah, what what is he? What is he gonna be? That promise of what he was supposed to be, like, what well, he could shoot. And he's actually pretty athletic, even though he's like looks like this giant white guy, like a, a monster. He's yeah. He can move around and block shots. He looks like he's, he's like, a cartoon character on the Goon Squad. Well, that's yeah. I was say he looks. 
they didn't even need to transform him. They yeah. Just, <laughs> I mean, he looks like, uh, you know, he had to fight Rocky in the yeah. 80s. Like it's and then he got AIDS good. or something. He's way skinnier than Draco. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, just a, just Did a, a lot of big, cocaine or something. a big human being. <laughs> but yeah, he's, I like the guy. I don't know. Why. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where I don't know what happens with his career. And I don't know what happens with the Mavericks. A lot of a lot of criticism for what they've done in the, the last four years since drafting Luca. Just kind of they're going to re-sign Dirk. <laughs> yeah. Dirk's 44 or something now. It's not going to work. So LeBron's going to keep playing. Uh, not until he's 44. Mm, if his son doesn't get into the league. Uh, I mean, LeBron's going to find out a robot doctor that'll help him out. Or exactly. He's not going to make it. Um, maybe Porzingis needs a robot doctor, too. Yeah. We could all use robot doctors to replace our legs and stuff. Yep. Okay. Well, more trades here. Uh, Derek White, the Spurs going to the Celtics, uh, basically for a first round pick. This is a good move for the Celtics who are okay, but not really a contender. He helps them a lot. He's, he's just a a solid player. Uh, He also plays the same position as the Spurs best player, uh, DeJounte Murray. So it made sense for the Spurs to try to do something to, they can't keep them both forever, uh, and to get a, get a pick and the Spurs are going nowhere this year. So get something for the future. Uh, so I think it's a good, good trade for both teams there. Um, the Clippers also, they, uh, they let Serge Ibaka go. He's, he's off to the Bucks. Whoa. Uh, I don't think Ibaka is very good anymore. He had, he had a big game a couple weeks ago, but he's mostly been on the bench. And I mean, he's, he had tons of injury problems last year, uh, but he's been mostly healthy, but still not even like cracking the rotation, but he's a veteran. He won a championship. I, I don't know. The Bucks need help there but i don't think it's a as big of a deal as the name it's like oh serge Ibaka. it's like well i've been watching serge Ibaka with the clippers he's kind of he's kind of done um, but it was a it was a weird four-way trade where uh divincenzo who who i always liked uh, went to the kings and then marvin bagley who was uh the pick right before luka Doncic, uh like four years ago huge bust for the kings uh, he went to detroit and maybe change the scenery, he'll play better. I, I don't know. I, I thought he was going to be good coming out of Duke, but he just hasn't put it together yet. So uh, probably not going to. Usually at this point, it's been this many years. It's not like you figure something out and become an all-star. But uh, Maybe he could be something, a rotational player. Uh, then another another trade of a, a guy who's been been everywhere in the last few years, uh, Montrez Harrell. So he's oh. with the Wizards. They traded him to the Hornets. Uh, similar thing, just kind of dumping a guy to get something for him. Um, the Hornets are going to make the playoffs. The Wizards aren't. So this is good for him. He gets to uh, play for a team that's trying to win games at the end of the year. So, uh, Although we've seen in the playoffs, he doesn't really do much. Uh, Lakers, I think, just ended up benching him last year in, in their series. Mm-hmm. And of course... Uh, Jokic scored like 400 points a minute on him uh, two years ago. So pretty rough. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know if he'll help the Hornets in the playoffs, but he'll help them in the regular season. I, I can speak to that. He's a very fun regular season player. Uh, and then the hey, last, I mean, he gives us all. Yeah. Yeah. And every, every fan base falls in love with him for about three months. And then they're like, I don't know. So uh, now he's only got three months with the Hornets. Yeah. Uh, 
I think he's a free agent at the end of the year. So uh, the last trade I have here, it was a trade and then a buyout. So Drogic, who hasn't played, he was part of a, a, a deal to get Kyle Lowry and all this stuff. And it's like uh, he hasn't played for Toronto. They traded him to the Spurs, who immediately bought him out. And he is a really hot name right now. Where is he going to sign? Uh, one of the rumors was always he'll go to Dallas because uh, he's Croatian. Him and yeah, a lot of foreigners. Luka can hang out. Um, 41-year-old vampire with that name. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the Lakers won because the Lakers the Lakers didn't end up making a move at all. Uh, some people were disappointed. There was a story about uh, Rob Plinko was at Disneyland during the trade deadline. I don't know if that's true. But he was busy. You could you could find a picture of someone at Disneyland and say, oh, he's there right now. Uh, but they, they didn't do anything. And there was some story that said, like, well, LeBron didn't want them to do anything. And then, like, LeBron's people were like, that's not true. But I don't know what kind of move they had to make. But they really want to get Dragic because he's somebody. <laughs> I think they want to show that they're doing something. Uh, yeah. This is the Clippers. The Clippers are also very interested in Dragic because they don't really have point guards right now. They traded uh, Bledsoe and the really, I guess their point guard on the roster is Reggie Jackson, who's a, a, a score first player. So they don't really have anyone to like set up the team or anything. So he could help. Uh, but yeah, he's a high in demand player right now. Um, veteran was in good player for the Heat in their. Uh, I was going to call it the World Series. Uh, yeah. what, what do they call that now? The the NBA Finals. Oh, the, the Walt Disney World <laughs> Finals. Yeah, uh, he was he was important to that team. Remember, he got hurt in that Finals, but then like still played. And I, I don't know what it was. Uh, he's old though, so I don't know how His much. His name you is Goron. Dragic, it's it's cool. Yeah, you cannot honestly think he doesn't have fangs. Yeah. Also, I want to correct something. I called Luca and Goran um, Croatian. They're Sl- Slovenian. I, f- I forgot. Yeah. Vampire capital of the world. <laughs> well, that's Transylvania. Other than New Zealand. New Zealand. I believe Transylvania is technically Romania. So same shit. <laughs> yeah, it's the same part of the world. We're all right there. Like it's like driving yeah. to Irvine from here, Andy, from me. Sure, Romania to Slovenia is that close. I, I, don't, I don't think so. But look up on Google. I'm going to Google this shit. <laughs> How do you get from. <laughs> what is their big city? I don't know. Where is Bucharest? Okay. I'm going to go Bucharest to Slovenia on Google Maps. <laughs> I can't even Russians. find Slovenia on here. It's like coastal. That's oh, pretty far. But you also did the biggest, furthest town from them. Oh, yeah. Romania is pretty much all the way to the Black Sea. So um, uh, 14 hours. So it's like going from like here to Portland. <laughs> so it is not that far. It's not. That's what I'm saying. But if you're going from, yeah, if you're going from like the, the western border here, uh, you can get from Rom- Romania to Slovenia in, in seven and a half hours. It's Romania is like the size of Texas. You pass through Budapest. I've heard it's lovely this time of year. It's where Triple X is. Is it? Probably. Isn't that where the first one takes place? It's an international city. People know it. Yeah, from Triple X. (laughs) Xander Cage. I think that's his name. I don't think that's the only reason people would know it. And it wasn't. There's probably some World War something that happened there that was important. I think he snowboards off of a. Not World War (laughs) One. And uh, with like a parachute. I was going to type in like triple X movie, but that's just going to show me like porn. <laughs> <stuff>. <laughs> uh, 
Okay, can we can we move on from yes, please Goran Dragic? Okay, <laughs> all right. Let's 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 go to the Super Bowl. Let's let's go. It happened. Uh, so first things before we even discuss the actual game, I just got to say it was very irritating. The lead in made me feel like I turned on the wrong channel. I thought we had turned on like WWE when The Rock was doing his "Let's Get Ready to Rumble" shit. He was all roided up. I hated that. I couldn't stand it. I didn't get it. I didn't need it. And it's an embarrassment because I understand, yeah, everyone thinks this place is magical. L.A. is a heaping pile of shit. Like, don't disguise it as Tinseltown. Show the the real shit, not the rock who has it. Have you ever seen him here? Uh, You just run into him on the street on the way into Trader Joe's. I doubt it. He's like a Miami based guy, right? That's what I mean. It's like, why was he even here? I don't like he lives here. Uh, do you remember in the movie The Rundown? Yeah. And there's that scene where he has to go into that club and get the guy and like Arnold Schwarzenegger like shakes his hand. No. That might have been in California. That I don't remember. Scene. Is that where he's getting Sean William Scott? Yeah. So he like goes into like a club. He's got to go get the guy out of the club. And like Arnold comes out and he's like, good luck. And it's basically like saying like, I can't fight these people. Ah. So... That was the last thing Arnold did before he became the, the governor. Uh-huh. Um, so that might have been in California. Yeah. But it was yeah. just annoying. Like, you saw that. You Did you see no, it I as the actually. WWE also? You didn't watch that part? So I was watching a, a, a television show with uh, my parents, and my dad was living on the edge. We're like, oh. he's like, we weren't going to finish it. We knew it. And he's like, uh, we'll just keep going. Uh, we turned it off just as the Rams ran their first play. And he's like, perfect timing. Yeah, but I was like, we missed the kickoff. No, you did it right. Yeah, because literally, if you've ever seen Spider-Man, it's that clip where he's trying to make 300 bucks to buy a car. And the guy's like, I got you in the ring for three minutes. You're yeah. going nowhere. <laughs> That's what The Rock did. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Uh, you know, I do. I do like The Rock, though. I liked his history as a. Yeah, I, I think he's a, a a good person, and he's he's a better version of Jason Momoa. He's just as charismatic, um, but he doesn't just produce flop after flop after flop. He does do some movies with Kevin Hart, and those suck, but he makes some decent enough movies. Um, but that part was just, it was very silly, and I don't know. It was dumb. Yeah, I know I've heard people talking about it. I don't know if you can watch it on YouTube or something, but I don't, I don't care. He probably had it taken down because he's like, shit, yeah. man, I was I ate a carb, so I was pretty drunk. <laughs> I don't know, but the game did happen. Yeah. So you want to take that part? <laughs> uh, Sure. It was uh, could have been better. I think the first half was was good. Not great, but the teams were were playing and they were scoring. We got a, a running back through a touchdown pass. That's always fun to see stuff like that. Uh, the Rams seem to be. Not doing as well as they should, like kind of, I don't want to say blowing it, but it's like they had opportunities to do better. It was really hot. I don't know how hot it was on the actual field. I'm sure it was hot in there. You had 70,000 people with a glass ceiling. I've heard it stays like 72. That's hot. They have all that gear on. I mean, they play year round there. They play games in September, too. They played uh, games when it's 95 degrees outside in that stadium before. Uh, at least they have that glass ceiling. Uh, it's really nice of them to have that. Uh, but yeah, the, the problem was the Rams couldn't run the ball, and that seemed to be their game plan was like, I think we can have some success on the ground, but they were just terrible, and they kept 
sticking to it, especially it showed up in the second half where it seemed to be even worse. But uh, it was just they weren't doing as well as they could. Uh, then, of course, uh, Odell Beckham uh, tears his ACL in Woof. a play that really you feel bad for him because it was like not his fault. Uh, Stafford threw it a little behind and forced him to like, oh, I got to stop here. Uh, knee just gets caught in the turf, which, you know, turf sucks. Uh, they don't want to play with real grass. So I don't know why. Uh, we can grow grass in California, so I don't know why they don't have real grass there. We're in a drought. Uh, also, I said it last week, I think. Let's just take out the ACL like it's a tonsil. We don't We don't need it. We yeah, could figure out a workaround. It's important, but I mean, the problem with, mm. with uh, Odell that, is already... Have that as a starting point is your, your metal legs. Have a metal ACL. He's already had ACL surgery, so that's... That's it. It didn't strengthen him. It made it only weaker. Yeah, so. snowball effect. Uh, but it, it really affected the Rams in that they started to get really thin at receiver. Their third receiver... His wife was like in labor during the game. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, but he didn't uh, know. Yeah, that was crazy. But he had it must have had it on his mind. Uh, the Rams starting tight end was hurt and then their backup tight end got hurt and they had to like throw in some random guy. They had this like white Polish guy and like, oh, that's not going to work out. He's way too Polish to be good at yeah. a wide receiver. Uh, and you could tell it, 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 it hurt the Rams because it allowed the Bengals to really focus on Cooper Cup and uh, We'll talk about what happened with Cooper Cup at the end of the game here, but this is just more first half thoughts. Uh, it was closer than it should have been, and it, it kept the Bengals in it. Uh, where if something wrong happened, the Bengals would take the lead. And uh, coming out of halftime, first play, I believe it was terrible, terrible job by the the referees here. But uh, T Higgins uh, threw off Jalen Ramsey, the best cornerback in football, threw him off, threw his face mask down, got separation, uh, caught a 75-yard touchdown pass to take the lead uh, on one play. And uh, the NFL is lucky that the Rams ended up winning because that this play will kind of be forgotten. But that was horrible. It was uh, no no excuses here for the NFL. They, they changed the rule a few years back to allow teams to challenge pass interference after there was a play in the Rams-Saints game that was really huge where it was clearly pass interference that they missed. Um, so the next year they allowed you to challenge and the refs basically, uh, like did like a, a strike and that like every time they challenged a pass interference, they never overruled it. They're just like, well, fuck you guys. We still have the authority and we're just never going to embarrass our own people. So we'll just say we'll never overturn any calls. Uh, and then the next year the NFL is like, all right, you can't challenge pass interference anymore because, uh, the refs just don't want to do it. <laughs> they, they basically protested it, and now here we are again in a huge, huge game and uh, easy, easy call to, to say that was pass interference and just like, well, nothing you can do about it. The call was missed, so uh, you can't review it. Just I don't know. I don't know how we are here. That was such a controversy like four years ago for them to just be like, well, it's you know we can't do anything about it. Yeah, times have changed, Andy. I, I don't. I don't know why. Uh, but yeah, if if the Bengals had won and that was like the difference, it would be a bigger deal right now. Um, and it was there was at one point where it's like if the Bengals win this game, uh, does T Higgins get the MVP? Even though everyone knew he committed a, a terrible pass interference penalty, because at that point he had he had two of the both of the touchdowns uh, and like 100 yards total receiving, and it's like he's probably the guy that would win MVP if they win. 
and it's like, uh, I don't know, you, you cheated, and you're going to be at this podium. Uh, I don't think that would be a good look for the NFL either. Um, but the second half happened to the Bengals. Uh, they just did not have the offensive line to block the Rams at all. It was devastating. They only gave up one sack in the first half, then I think six in the second. Uh, no chance for Joe Burrow. Uh, doesn't matter how good he is. If your offensive line can't give you any time, you, you're so limited in what you can do. You can't throw deep. Uh, and then allows the Rams to just play a little bit up and then make tackles. And uh, if you can get that kind of pass rush, your defense is just going to dominate. So uh, the Bengals, after that um, touchdown that should have never have counted, should have been pass interference, they got one field goal off a turnover. And then nothing else the rest of the game. I think six six consecutive possessions without a score to end the game. Uh, and the Bengals are a good offense. That's really, really terrible. And uh, I don't know why the the other teams in the field really couldn't make the Bengals pay. Um, but the Rams, I guess, are, they're special. They have too many good defensive linemen. Uh, but if you're, you're the Chiefs, you're like, well, we should have ran more blitzes or something. Because clearly, clearly a huge weakness on that team. So. Uh, and I guess for them, it's good that you know how bad your you know what your weakness is. You know what you got to fix next year, because the entire world saw it. Uh, they couldn't block at all, so uh, that's that's where you want to draft. That's where you want to target free agents. Uh, maybe that's how you get back to the Super Bowl. Uh, and we'll talk about who's going to be back in the Super Bowl uh, later. But uh, yeah, that was that was the difference there in the second half, at least uh, when the Bengals had the ball. Uh, the Rams didn't really do anything either when they had the ball. Again, they kept trying to run. They sucked. Couldn't get moving at all, but uh, they just needed one good drive to take the lead, and that's what they got. They focused on Cooper Cup, and Stafford made some good throws. Uh, he didn't want to stare down your receiver. That's always something you uh, aren't supposed to do, uh, even though it was clear he was targeting him. So uh, Stafford pulled out uh, the no-look pass. He's like, I'm still going to throw it to him, but I'm not going to look at him. Uh, maybe that will trick some people. Uh, and there's that one throw that there's the highlight going around everywhere that, uh, yeah, no look, but also like through like three different defenders. It was uh, pretty, pretty amazing. It's a great highlight for uh, Matthew Stafford to have. Uh, I must have been over. eating snacks at that point. Cause I didn't pay. I didn't see that. Oh, it's pretty, pretty cool. I mean, you can't tell he's no look passing during the and game. He, I play basketball, no, but cause they're I know where his helmets. helmets facing. Yeah, they're wearing helmets. He was well. He wasn't like completely turned the other way. Oh, so he wasn't. Uh, doing you had like to really see the eyes. Jason Williams thing. Yeah, it was. He didn't was bounce a, it off his uh, elbow or anything. It was like it wasn't that much of a difference of where he was looking, but it was definitely looking at a different guy. Ah, uh, I don't know if it even made a difference, but it was cool to see on the replay. But yeah, and then <laughs> for a game that didn't have very many penalties, a ton right at the end. Although I think they were correctly called. Some controversy there. Maybe it was a makeup call. I think they were. I think they were right, and the Rams ended up scoring, taking the lead, stopping the Bengals, and uh, there you go. They won twenty three twenty. wasn't a lot of fireworks, but I think a good game. I think it was a good, a good first half and a good final drive from the Rams. So I think it bookended nice. Maybe a soft middle, uh, but everyone everyone loved the middle, not necessarily the play, but of course. Uh, Eminem was a big deal, so uh, I think make make people uh, forget that the play in the second and third quarters wasn't all that exciting. Mm. 
So I, I said last week I wasn't going to watch it. I ended up on just looking up stuff on my phone, like when did the Rolling Stones play? Had the Who'd, uh, the Who played, you know, halftime before. They have. Um, so that's what I, I looked up. Everyone was talking about how he took a knee. I remember watching... I wasn't thinking he took a knee. I thought he was just like, oh, this is this is part of my you know, dance routine because they're all up there, you know, dancing around and everything. Yeah, I thought it was like him saying my song's over. Now he's going to take a knee and now Dr. Dre is going to perform. I didn't think about knees or anything, but like. I don't know if you want to do that, you should have like had a sign too or something. I don't know. He's taking a knee because the knee is about taking a knee during the national anthem like it. No one was thinking like about that. Just like you know, he's kind of old too. He might have just been out of breath, and everyone's like, "Oh, what a hero!" Yeah. Like he took an age. Did you see that? He's like, "Shit, I was just catching my breath. I didn't want the camera yeah. to see." Well, are we yeah, talking about the halftime show here? Nah, uh, I guess we can on here if you want. We're just going to do ads on uh, yeah, the uh, entertainment one. To, to mention, yeah, it was a it was a production. They they got people. It wasn't. It wasn't my favorite set list. I'll say that um, they didn't do anything of the uh, from the early career. Thank goodness uh, there at least was some piano in there and like actual instruments. Yeah, uh, the Fifty Cent thing was uh, very strange because I don't really like consider him part of that crew. I think he. I mean, I think Eminem brought him up, and then Eminem was brought up by Dr. Dre. But I just don't think of them as really being related. But I mean, I guess so. But. Uh, 50 cent do hanging upside down like a like a vampire uh weird like drogic yeah it was uh, i don't really understand it uh i don't know did he look did he look cool did he think he looked cool um, i don't know the whole thing was weird they were in like homeless people houses like on a map yeah it was bizarre but yeah, it's like uh, 50 Cent to me is he's not he's not California. I mean, I guess Eminem isn't either. Is he from anywhere? Uh, I just looked up. He's from, he's from Queens. So huh. uh, that's not in California. Curtis Jackson, I think, is his actual name. But I mean, that song, I, it's, you know, that song will last forever. It's it's almost 20 years old now uh, and it's still iconic. So I guess Dr. Dre wrote and produced it. I would not have thought that. I think he's like the Beatles. He probably had his hand in everything. Yeah. I don't I just, I never, I guess that, that, that song was so popular when I was in eighth grade. And I thought maybe I would, would have heard that. Oh, Dr. Dre was involved in it. Speaking of the Beatles, did you know Paul McCartney por- performed at halftime before? Yes. I, I, you know, I watched the Super Bowl, so. Oh. Uh, I did think that was a, a good, good observation where uh, some people were like, I remember when the Super Bowl always had like, Musicians. Um, yeah, we had yeah, classic rock and stuff, and it was like, why don't they have Super Bowls uh performers for young people? And then now in like twenty twenty two, it's like finally it's our chance. And it's like, well, that's because we're now no longer young people. Well, <laughs> listen to this, Andy, for a second, if you wanna I mean it freaks me out. How much longer until a DJ is just the performer at halftime? Oh, they're never going to do that. Uh, uh, they will have they will have a DJ like they probably it, already have. It could be like um, three DJs, you know. No, but it'll have someone singing. They'll have someone there, but they'll have one of those DJs will be could could headline it. It's scary um, because it'll definitely happen, and it's like, well, then I I'm no longer I don't know I didn't need to move to like Ireland and just live off the land and yeah 
complain about these damn kids. I mean, the, the big thing is is no, it's no one just by themselves. It's guests. So um, I remember there was one Super Bowl that was Bruno Mars, uh, but then like the Red Hot Chili Peppers were like his backing band, and then did like one song or something, and he sung part of it. Did he stand on a stage on the stage because he's so little? <laughs> his shoes were probably four foot tall. He's know. got our little secret yeah. shoes on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Dude, there will be a, a DJ that will be headlining. I mean, probably next year, it's probably me like DJ Khaled, who doesn't even perform or oh, anything, right? God. And he'll just be presenting people. <sighs> it's horrifying. He's so awful. Like, all he does is say, we the best. I don't I don't know what he does. There was a clip where like Bob Marley's like estate gave him a vintage Bob Marley signed guitar. And uh like it's it's pretty famous because he's so bad at it. He's like having his like person, hey, you'll film this, check this out. He reads the note and he grabs the guitar and he just starts like smashing it basically with his hands, he's like doom doom down, 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 like just making shit sounds. It's like you're supposed to be a professional musician, like I was, I didn't think Dr. Dre could play the piano, but he could. And that was, you know, gives him some credit versus this yeah. guy's like, oh, I make beats with my computer. Don't give well, me mean, a live instrument. Do you never watch the movie? What movie? Stereo to Compton. No. Oh, it's a good. No, it's a good I've movie. seen that actually. I, I, would, yeah. I forgot about that stuff. Yeah. He's, I mean, he was a real musician. He was, you know, they, that was the eighties. He didn't have shit. He had to learn how to play piano and stuff uh, to make the music. Uh, and then true. he got his his yeah, giant not, control panel. <laughs> yeah, I'm not wildly uh, educated on yeah. uh, rap music. I mean, uh, maybe I used yeah. to be. Yeah, that that's what was funny with with him headlining and stuff. Is like, well, he does. He's not really a performer. I mean, I guess I guess he is, but he's he, he's not singing or rapping that much. He's more producing and letting other people do stuff, but. So it worked out. He got, you know, I'm sure there, I'm sure there are some people that were so thrilled by this. It was so validating to them to see uh, Eminem. Yeah. That's like, that's what their entire dream was that. And he did that song. I didn't think he was going to do that song. Which I song? thought he would have, he, he did his eight mile song. Oh, I thought he would have done the stuff that was like with Dr. Dre, but you know, he's like, I'm going to just going to do my movie. I thought he was just going to perform the whole movie. Yeah. Just start well, doing they're working on a sequel. Yeah. Nine miles. Why haven't they uh, done more? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I mean, God. I've never really uh, tried to act again. Well, he was great in uh, funny people. Was it? Was he in a scene? He has that scene with Ray Romano and uh, he's standing. Uh, Ray Romano is standing with uh, Seth Rogen and um, Eminem is sitting at the table at a dinner table with Adam Sandler. And, it's a scene is following Ray Romano and Seth Rogen. And he's like, look, is it, that's Eminem over there. He's like, can I take a photo? I'm like, my daughter loves him. And Eminem is like, I have to, I can't fucking eat. I can't go outside. <laughs> I have, look at this asshole right over here. He's like, hey, do you want to fuck me? <laughs> what, what, what? Do you want to fuck me? He's like, oh, he's like, say no, say no. He's like, no. He's like, Jesus. Like, I can't go outside. Like, fuck. Pretty funny. He didn't know he was famous. Ray yeah. Romano. <laughs> that was actually a pretty funny scene. He was, uh, yeah, I guess he was, uh, he was in the interview with um, Seth Rogen. Was as well, he being so. interviewed? He was being interviewed by uh, James Franco. I, I don't really. I mean, I've seen it. Yeah. I own it because I got duped by Sony. But 
I don't. Yeah, really then they put it. on Netflix for free. Yeah, this movie will only be sold for three hours, and we're yanking it because we're so afraid. <laughs> you losers. I mean, it still has ramifications to this day. I guess Kim Jong whatever really he killed Sony. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. All right. Anything else to add about the uh, Super Bowl or halftime show? Uh, yeah, not not about the game. I mean, I, I, I all I will say this: I picked the winner, but I lost the bet. Rams mm. were favored by four. If you remember, they won by three. Yeah. So if I was actually putting money here, I probably would have just done money line rather than uh, you know try to get that that line because this kind of thing could happen. I mean, it was a a missed extra point and that made the difference in the in the line there. Yeah. Uh, which you know was conspiracy did that guy do it on purpose who knows yeah, we'll never know. they know uh-huh. they know uh but yeah the, Ram- the rams won this was i think their best shot so i want to talk about next year's super bowl because it's we're already done like let's just leave in the past they they already had their parade in my mind uh, not not technically and lebron wants to be in the parade i don't know if you saw that of course he does uh, he, he's still upset he never got a parade so he's like why don't we do a combined parade and it's like, because uh, the Lakers are below 500. Yeah, no you one guys wants to suck see this shit. year. <laughs> like, let's celebrate. Let's get Kyle Kuzma. We'll fly him back in. Yeah. And dance. Good old us. days. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I, the Rams are they're already losers. They were winners last year. We're already in the new year. Uh, but yeah, let's what talk have you the, done for me lately? Let's talk about the 2022 season. Uh, who the favorites are. So the Chiefs are the favorite. Uh, 13 to 2 odds. So six and a half to one slight favorites over the Bills. So uh, everyone was really impressed by that game that ended up not mattering. Chiefs-Bills, great ending. Neither team made the Super Bowl. Uh, but it looks like they're the they're the favorites going into the next season. Um, so both around 7-1. to one. Uh, Then the Rams are the favorites in the NFC, 10-1. to one. Uh, But I'm skeptical of how it's all going to go for them. They uh, are definitely going to lose some people to free agency, definitely lose some people to retirement. Their left tackle was the oldest player in the league after Tom Brady retired, and I think he joked about how he'd only be the oldest player for a few more days uh, because I don't think he's officially announced, but uh, offensive linemen don't last in their 40s. I think it's ridiculous, but this guy's been able to do it. I think he wanted to hold on until they won, and now they won, so he can go home. Uh, So I think the Rams are going to be – they'll be in the hunt. I don't think they're going to – I think they'll struggle to win their division. It's a really good division. I, I could easily see them not even make the playoffs, but uh, they still have talent, but they're not. I think the NFL would just be better next year. I think it ended up being a strange year. Uh, we saw the Bengals ended up making the Super Bowl when they were uh, only went 10 and 7. They weren't really dominant. Um, and so, yeah, the Bengals are actually the next team up at 12 to 1. Uh, and I think it's just kind of because they were in this rule, they have to be up this high. They're in a similar position. I don't know if they're going to be back or even close to being back. They definitely have a really good QB receiver combo, but they got to fix that offensive line, and that's not that easy. Uh, one of the problems with the NFL is you try to fix one hole and another one opens up because things change so quickly. So maybe they spend some money on the offensive line and don't spend money on defensive backfield, and now you can't stop to pass at all. Like it should like that happen. So uh, I think it's hailing here, Andy. Really? Like violently raining or hailing? Well, that's a bad sign for the Bengals. <laughs> Crazy. Again, you are 15 minutes from the Super Bowl stadium when it was 90 degrees outside. 
Yeah, what a, it's a 20 degree drop today yeah. in temperature from uh, yeah. like yesterday even. It literally just started. Like I missed everything you just said. It's so loud right now. It is hail. We've confirmed it's hail. Okay. Well, that's great. Uh, hail is cool. It's cool that it happens. It's cool because my car is secure underground. Yes, yes that's important. Um, I have a panoramic sunroof. The whole top of my car is a window, so I'd be pissed right now. Well, I got nothing here. I'm in safe, safe Orange County. Yeah. Nothing happens here. <laughs> I'd like Sorry, to were you still talking about football? I was. The Bengals, 12 to 1. All right. Uh, after them is the 49ers at 14 to 1, Packers at 15 to 1, Cowboys at 16 to 1. So the Packers are an interesting case here because uh, Aaron Rodgers might not play for him next year. I think if it was confirmed, he'd definitely be playing for one more run with them. Uh, they'd be higher than 15 to 1. So maybe, maybe get in now if you think he's going to stay. Uh, there was a report that the Broncos are really going hard after him. They hired the offensive coordinator of the Packers as their new head coach, and they really want to make a run. They're, they're, they've got good players outside of the quarterback position, so maybe that's a good spot for them to go. But the Packers also are really good outside of the quarterback position too. So I don't I don't know. But 15-1 to 1 is probably too low for what the team could be. Uh, and then the Cowboys are the Cowboys. I don't know. Well, it's been 30 years now since they won uh, such a dominant franchise, but really kind of not done anything in our lifetimes. Uh, well, I guess in our lifetimes, they've they won, but like in our uh, most of our lifetimes, we'll say. But yeah, I think my team is a little lower than that. Uh, they have a lot of holes to fix, but you never know. Teams make crazy runs. Chargers could be. In the playoffs, I, the Bengals, never, I think the Bengals, they said coming into the season, were well over 100 to 1. So you never know. If, if you bet on that, uh, I hope yeah. you hedged before the Super Bowl because um, it just isn't worth it to take that risk. But yeah, it's the, the NFL changes quickly. I think I think that's what you got to look at is who was in the Super Bowl last year? Neither team made it. Who was, the, who was in it the year before? Uh, the Chiefs actually made back-to-back Super Bowls, but usually teams just don't do that. Uh, the Niners were in it in 2019. Then didn't you make the playoffs in the next year? And then we're back in it this year. It's things are crazy. Uh, it's, it's, it's nice though. It's fun uh, because you, unless you're like a Jaguars fan, you, you think there's a chance. There's always a chance. You could be the next Bengals. Um, now the last thing I want to talk about here is Matthew Stafford and the hall of fame. Cause that is the, that is a big story right now. He won the Super Bowl now. He has a lot of stats. I don't know if you want to say good stats, but he has a lot of stats. Uh, he threw the ball a lot with the Lions, and is is he going to be in the Hall of Fame? And uh, the answer is incomplete. I don't know why people are having this conversation because he's 34 years old. You got to see what he does over the next few years. So uh, I'm I'm skeptical of the Rams being a contender the next few years, but they're not going to be awful. Uh, Sean McVay is still a really good coach. Uh, at least I think he is. I didn't think he coached a great game, but uh, he builds a great offense. He finds good offensive players. So I think Stafford will put up stats, but uh, yeah, let's come back to this conversation in like two years. Uh, but this doesn't validate everything. This doesn't mean he's elite just because you win one Super Bowl. He wasn't even great. He didn't lead a... Uh, game-winning drive at the end, uh, but he also threw two interceptions and only scored twenty-three points. Uh, wasn't 
the best game you'll ever see. Uh, they're they're we now worse. have thunder and lightning, Andy. Well, you it's the end of up. days here in LA. You have to get in the basement. <laughs> We're on the second floor. We're fine. <laughs> We're like thirty feet above the this uh, yeah. probably like thirty five feet above sea level. Well, I don't know what that means for Matthew Stafford either. Maybe that does mean he'll be in the Hall of Fame. But. Yeah, you you were talking shit on him. Yeah, that's Someone it. Someone from above, above is going to smite you, Andy. Yeah. But yeah, well, we'll have to watch. Uh, he'll be here in L.A. for a couple more years at least, I would say. So uh, enjoy his career here in L.A. Enjoy his aging. Will he age like Tom Brady or will he age like, I don't know, someone who aged poorly? Donovan McNabb. Yeah, better start yeah. drinking don't, just kale. Don't eat chunky else. soup like Donovan McNabb did. That's yep. what did it. He's loving it. Yeah. Yeah, he also had a McDonald's <laughs> breakfast every morning. Yeah. All right. Is that going to do it for uh, sports? Yep. That's that's it. All right. Well, you've been listening to episode 258 of the Tony Steak Podcast. I'm Sean. And joined with me, we had Off-Road Andy. Yes. Goodbye. We'll see you later.